Hey, welcome. I'm Mitch Reynolds. This is Lacrosse Talk PM on WYZM News Talk, 1410 AM, 92.3 FM. Thanks for joining us here this afternoon. The Better Hearing Center Talk and Text Line is 608-785-7914. We're also on Facebook and Twitter. You could send me an email, Mitch, at 1410WYZM.com. But again, the Better Hearing Center Talk and Text Line is 608-785-7914. Call in or text in now that we get in on the program just by using your phone, but not while you're driving. No, don't do it. Don't, eh, unless you got a hands-free thing. That's okay. Or if you get the number pre-dialed and you're just like, you know, hit call at a stop sign or something. I mean, there's ways, you know, to do it moderately, safely, maybe. I don't know. Maybe not safely. Less than unsafely. 608-785-7914. Uh, I got a bad review. Yeah. Um, we had Mayor Tim Cabot in the studio with us yesterday and uh, talked to him about a wide range of things like the Blue Baby and 4th Street, Lacrosse Street and senior centers and swimming pools. Oh my. Uh, but it was, uh, you know, we had, it was a normal once a month with the mayor, Mayor Tim Cabot in the studio, asking him questions. You asked him questions. We tried to get some answers, um, ranged, you know, there's, there's quite a different array of different things that we talked about. A city council con- member contacted me today and, um, basically not in so many words, but essentially said it was a crappy interview. Um, so I feel like I let everybody down and I don't know, it's kind of off to, and I tried to, I was going to go through and review the interview today, but then I thought, nah, I don't know. I don't think I will. Was an interesting, um, interesting little, uh, conversation about our Blue Baby Replica, however, and if you're watching on Facebook Live, if you haven't seen it yet, in our studio, we do have a Blue Baby Replica. Sorry, Hatched Baby Replica. I'm looking at it, so it's continually reminding me that it's blue. But it's it's the Hatched Baby Statue Replica that is in our studio. Uh, it's sort of looking at me. Is is it meant to say you're looking at each other? Yeah, we're (laughs) we're gazing at each (laughs) at each other's eyes. Yeah, so um, it survived the night, apparently. It was uh, somebody dropped us off anonymously yesterday in our studio. Again, if you're watching on Facebook Live, you can see it. I think maybe like tonight, we we start like each day, maybe we just put it in different parts of the building. <laughs> just kind of see how long it'll go take. up to sales and just set it on someone's desk. How long is it before On throws it out? <laughs> That's true. Where, at which, which garbage can does this thing wind up in eventually? That's the question. Yeah, the uh, Wetstein's dumpster right. eventually. <laughs> yeah, that's, if, <laughs> if not anyone else, we'll put it there eventually. It's, it's the, the ultimate destination for it. I, you know, I think it adds something to the studio. So there it is. But if you'd like to, did the arms, did you put the arms in? So the arms went into the shell. Yeah, because it's more, uh, you know, a better replication of what, you know, I was thinking like if we got some white out there, I bet there's white out over there. Like Mark Meyer and 
and Mike use whiteout still, right? <laughs> I mean, maybe I don't see any in there, but I, mean, I, I there, bet there's, there there's got to be whiteout somewhere. using paper yeah. still in yeah. the building yeah. and pen. There are, there are papers and pens in this building, yeah. Because if we whiteout, I don't know if its mouth is open, but it not, must have some teeth, right? Not Cause, really. Because Hatch Baby at the City Hall has weird-looking teeth. Well, well, teeth, not weird-looking, yeah, but Yeah, full teeth. set of teeth, right. Well, that's what makes it so peculiar is the teeth, really. I feel, just the blueness of it is not all that... Coming the blue head coming out of an egg, meh. It's the teeth that really sets that thing apart. Um. So yeah, you're so so you're suggesting paint some teeth on there. Yeah, but if it if it doesn't have an open mouth, I can't see it from here. But yeah, I don't know. I don't know if that's gonna work. I think maybe if it there, it looks like there's enough room, he's just like a splash just of white. Yeah, like one like little a brush splash stroke. of white. Yeah. Just a suggestion. I mean, of it teeth. wouldn't. I mean, it doesn't have to look good. I mean. The pr- the thing with that is that you're 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 disturbing somebody else's piece of of, of art. Oh yeah, sure. So we'd have to. That's a bit of a struggle there. Anyway, um, but we did at least that part was okay, I guess. Um, and I don't I don't know. I guess that the rest of the interview was crappy. So I I I mean it's I suppose that that's my fault. It's not your fault. I'm not going to blame you, Rick. Even though you probably could have stepped in at any given time and. Do we, do we need the mayor in here blowharding on everything? Because he, I mean, I don't feel like the mayor is gonna, you know, like throw anyone under the bus or De- anything. Define like like, blowharding. What, well, what do you want him to do? What, well, I, I mean, now what, what? What? What do you think that is? Well, to you? off off air, I asked him if he was, you know, gonna start using his Twitter account like real men, you know, right? And he, you know, laughed and ignored yeah. me like usual. So. He, does, he does do that, though, doesn't <laughs> yeah, he's he? Pretty he's good like, at it. Yeah. Uh, I mean, only one time we actually proposed Rick ideas to him, and he was like, anyway. Yeah, moving (laughs) on. Moving right along. He just kind of takes them and just like, okay, guys, good ideas. (laughs) Keep working. Keep chopping there. It keeps showing up, though, too. That's a strange thing. Well, he needs the votes, right? He does need the votes. (laughs) Yeah, he does need the votes. Man, all that Sanctuary City stuff, Human Rights Commission quitting on him. Like, things just falling around around Tim Cabot. Things were good for a while, but man, tell you what. This this hatch baby though changes the tide, right? Brings I, everyone back. Back to him? No. Yeah, I, I by think no so. what no means. He is losing support. Like they're because dropping of the baby? off like flies because of the past the blue art, baby. It's art. It's c- created a like a a coming together of yeah, the city. I mean, he's championing this thing, and it's sitting outside City Hall. Great People are going to take that personally. Great leaders find, like rally the troops. All right. And if the, right. if he has to be the scapegoat, yeah. at least he's brought unification to the city that they all hate Hatch Baby. Wow. So he's brought the city together. Well done. Well done. I mean, genius mayor. I okay. All right. I mean, I don't know if this. I don't know if this erases the sanctuary city thing or the. Human Rights Commission quitting all at once thing. I, I, well, that's why I brought in the Hatch Baby, so we forget about so all we that forget stuff. Forget about you know? like Here, one this scandal thing. hides these other scandals. Yeah. It's just been it's it's a it's been a scandal plagued administration, <laughs> mostly <laughs> mostly a scandal. Are we joking now? Or, I don't know. I thought we couldn't be joking anymore. There's no more joking. No more joking. Well, I mean, honestly, as long as the police aren't after us, I think we're fine. I think if we if we direct our Weak attempts at humor at nearly anybody else. I think we're okay. I think it's just. I even think because um, the police have, you know. What's annoying is you have guns. to check my brake lights, tail lights. <laughs> you have to check your running lights, but you also have to check your like yeah. brights. Yeah. 
So there's like don't don't forget your license plate lights. <laughs> license, oh yeah, that's those, right. You have to those go Man, out. You have to get like right next to your license plate and do like yeah. the little binocular thing yeah. to see if those things are working. Right. And then um, what was the other one? There was uh, turn signals. You got to yeah. check all those. So there's yeah. four trips like to each side of your car. Just, yeah. just every just day. I because know. Yeah, because you never know when those go out. And yeah. then Abraham's behind. You know, yeah. Abraham's just hanging oh, out. Oh, he's right lurking. Here. No question. <laughs> all right. Well. His name. Oh no. Ah, we did it again. We did it again. Six zero eight seven eight five seven nine one four. If you'd like to join us here on the air on the Better Hearing Center, talk text line six zero eight seven eight five seven nine one four. I'm going to solve a uh, significant problem that occurred over the weekend in a city park. I'm going to solve it with one suggestion. I'll do that when we come back. Six zero eight seven eight five seven nine one four. This is Wisdom. I'm Mitch Reynolds. We know you don't want to need us. Half Planet of Lacrosse, out of this world service, down to earth price. Welcome back. I'm Mitch Reynolds. Lacrosse Talk PM on WYZM News Talk 1410 AM 923 FM. The Better Hearing Center talk and text line is 608 785 7914 785 7914. Coming up. Uh, reactions to um, uh, to a move uh, by um, President Trump uh, today. Speaking of President Trump, and we were talking about Mayor Tim Cabot a little while ago. Uh, mayor Cabot was in the uh, studio with us for once a month with the mayor yesterday, and we talked about a number of different things. And um, one of the things that, and I don't remember what part of the conversation that we got into, but it, it, it there was references to... Um, former mayors, and I don't remember which one exactly came. I must have been Matt Harder, but I don't remember exactly. Uh, one of the things that I've noticed about Tim Cabot is that he um, he has yet, whether in public or in private, said anything that in, could be considered critical in any kind of way about Matt Harder, Mark Johnsrud, John Menninger, Pat Zilke, anybody, any of the mayors that came before him. He has yet to say anything that could be considered as negative about any, I don't, not that I, I can remember. And I, and not that you would expect that, right? Cause it's a small town. Everybody knows each other, right? The Harder's still doing business with the city. You're not going to like, man, that Matt Harder guy, whoo, that guy, you're not actually going to do that. But, uh, it, it's funny because the, a lot of the, uh, policies that shift in city hall under mayor Tim Cabot are, significantly different than the ones that were followed by say, well, Matt Harder for one example, certainly Mark Johnson for another. And despite that, there's not, there's not a, um, not openly critical. I mean, there is sort of this undercurrent of criticism that's present when he says, you know, we were only doing, uh, uh, one or two miles of streets a year. And if we keep that up, that's, we're going to, you know, it'll be a hundred years before we get back to the same street again. So there is an implied criticism there, I think, but that's more like less about the mayor, more about the city council who are the ones who are deciding who, you know, about spending money and that type of thing. So, um, or just policies or just whoever's running things. Um, but in terms of calling out a former mayor, um, and and you hear I mean you hear more you know, some staff members once in a while will bring up the the fees you know the fees in city hall as opposed to uh, that uh, that whole whole bunch of new fees that came about under former mayor Matt Harder 
you'll hear some employees talk about that a little bit, some department heads once in a while. They won't bring it up exactly like Matt Harder's fees or anything, but it's something like that. But Tim Cabot rarely, I mean, never, I haven't heard him name by name call out a former mayor, which is not what, it's a different, it's a different style of leadership than President Trump, um, who as, um, is, um, Apparently, is 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 vowed to pull the U.S. out of the uh, Iran uh, nuclear deal. Anyway, some reaction to that that's coming up. Uh, in the meantime, we there was a uh, a bit of a kerfuffle. No, that's not even what it is. It was more of a some some consternation that occurred after this weekend, as you may or may not have seen. Had you had you been around the lacrosse area over this weekend, a lot of people in town for the. Uh, the biking, half marathoning stuff, right? And uh, a lot of consternation related to um, young people, primarily young people at the Pettibone Beach in La Crosse, which is just a, a bit of a, it's a kind of a small sand pit. <laughs> it's less of a beach and more of a pile of dirt. Um, but they call it the beach and they certainly go there like it's the beach and there's beach volleyball and there's beach activities and there's beach frisbee and you know all sorts of beach activities well over this weekend which was very nice if you'll recall there were even despite there was flooded water all, everywhere uh there were like record numbers of people at the little this little tiny pettibone beach like a thousand young people at once hanging out at the beach well they left and they left like a million pounds of trash behind and apparently there was some there was some um, consternation. There was some uh, a little bit of a, a scoldy kind of uh, criticism of the um, of all the all the garbage left behind. And and um, and I guess City Crews had had spent a fair amount of time cleaning that up, um, which is what you would expect. They you wouldn't expect them to leave it there, right? Now, I. And I understand that you're supposed to keep the beach clean, but when I went down there this weekend, and I don't know how often they were on, like, um, was it emptying the garbage cans? I'm not sure how often that occurred this weekend, but when I went down there, there were piles of things around garbage cans. Now, there was some garbage on the beach, don't get me wrong, but there were clearly attempts to throw things away but nobody emptying garbage cans. Now, I don't know how often the garbage cans got empty. Maybe maybe they were down there every couple hours and I just missed it, right? And I would just happen to be there a couple of times. I swung down there a couple of times when the garbage cans were overflowing. Maybe that's what it was. But it didn't seem that way to me. So my recommendation, I would just suggest this in the future. This is kind of like, this kind of goes back to making sure that the bathrooms are open in the parks on the weekends. You know how that hasn't always been a thing that that's happened. I would, I would recommend doing that. I would also recommend on a very warm May weekend, um, where Cinco de Mayo may or may not be celebrated, where there are young people that are, wrapping up young, especially college people wrapping up their semester and the sun is out and it's hot and it's spring and it's beach weather 
I would highly recommend that you make plans to empty garbage cans more than once a weekend. I'm just maybe look at the weather. Just say, you know what, guys? I don't know. Uh, have we have we scheduled anybody for garbage can emptying down at Pettibone this weekend? Because my guess is there's going to be a thousand kids on the beach. And maybe just try that once or twice. If that ever happens again, maybe it won't. Because that might be the way. I, technically, the park is closed, right? And technically, there's nobody on duty, right? There's no lifeguard and the beach is closed technically. But I think that you're pretty much aware that there's going to be a thousand kids at the beach. And they're going to have some line and kugels. They're probably going to have some bush light down there and some line and kugels. Maybe a couple of each. There may be even some Mike's Hard Lemonade. So that's just my recommendation. And and granted, it would be better if everybody brought a little bag where they would take their garbage and take it with them. But reality is they don't do that. That they come there with the expectation that they're going to leave their garbage there with, uh, with the, in the garbage cans. The other option, of course, is just to, like, hey, guys, this is closed. You leave or you're arrested, which is probably not something that's practical either. I think the easiest solution is probably just to empty the garbage cans. All right, 608 785 We've got Dan on the Better Hearing Center talk and text line. Thanks for waiting. Go ahead, you're on. Mitch, yeah. what have you been smoking? What? This is government. Right. Government does not plan ahead. Government is not proactive. Government doesn't think of these things. They do the same thing they did yesterday and the day before. It's not their job to think ahead. Well, I mean, they had tra- there are trash cans there. I mean, clearly there's a sense that people do have trash well, with them. Well, what more do you want? There's <laughs> cans there, man. They get full. That's somebody else's problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I. I, I and honestly, you know, it's it is it. it I guess technically, the high water will carry it off. Well, it, it does clean things away, doesn't it? Just take it down the river. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I could have used a little more planning ahead. Yeah. I, I worthwhile. Not gonna happen. Probably not gonna happen. <laughs> Pro- <laughs> probably not. I appreciate the call. Thanks so much. Uh, Caden says, just put a big dumpster near the beach house. Um, and Steve has the most rational. I mean, this is the most rational thing. And this is the thing that you want people to do. You don't want to like, you want them to take their, he says, I have a suggestion, maybe they take their junk home with them. Yeah. I mean, obviously that's the best choice, right? You want people to clean up after themselves, pack it in, pack it out. Understood. Absolutely understood. Reality is that's not how it works. 608-78. You go down there in the summertime. Is there a bunch of garbage on the beach? I mean, occasionally you'll have, there, there'll be some, and you got to clean it up, and that's true with every beach. But for the most part, the Midwesternness of most people kicks in, and they throw their stuff away, which is what it seemed like largely they were trying to do this weekend. Just dump, just empty the garbage cans. 608-785-7914 is the Better Hearing Center. Talk at text line. More to come. Stick around. You want your building project to be a success all the way from design to finish. 
For a project you can be proud of, you don't want to start with subpar materials. To make sure that doesn't happen, you just have to know where to go. The Kret Cavalry to the rescue! Hi, this is Mike Kret from Kret Lumber, LaCrosse's only full-service lumber company. We're more than Marvin Windows and Doors. From lumber to cabinets and countertops, you'll get the best because we don't want you to have anything less. You won't need to worry about shoddy materials going into your projects. We certainly wouldn't want them going into ours. Lacrosse Talk PM on WYZM. I'm Mitch Reynolds, 608-785-7914. If you'd like to join us here on the air, that's the Better Hearing Center Talk and Text Line. Either call in or text in. And doesn't matter how you do it, you get into the program. 608-785-7914-785-7914. Lena Taylor is uh, definitely interesting uh, as a uh, as a state senator from Milwaukee. She has been a uh, um, she may she's uh, she's interesting. She's very interesting. Anyway, so Lena Taylor, who's black, got in trouble for um, got cited for disorderly conduct for going into a bank. And, um, she, uh, w- wanted to, um, she was given a check by someone and she was trying to check to see whether there were sufficient funds in the account on which the, the check was being drawn. And the teller that she was working with d- was deferring questions to the bank manager. Uh, Lena Taylor, who was, it was a Democrat is slightly outspoken and, called the teller how do i say this rick what is the way to i what to <clears throat> determine how do i define what lena taylor said uh the n-word i guess that's about a a house n-word that's what i said yesterday house n-word yeah okay does everybody know what that means a house no everybody when i say n-word everybody N-word's knows what i mean pretty pretty much okay yeah. so house n-word if I'm, if I remember correctly, is meant to indicate someone who is uh, willing to be uh, has it shows an overwhelming level of deference to the. Am I saying this correctly? Isn't it just a house slave? I mean, it no. In idiomatically, it just means somebody who is like a a, a yes person, a black person who is just a, a, a yes man to the outfit or something like that. Sure. At any rate. Okay, so if I, I, if I say house N-word, that should be okay. Okay. We're good. All right. <laughs> so at any rate, so she dropped this in a bank. She's cited for disorderly conduct, and um, uh, LaCrosse, LaCrosse's uh, state senator and Senate Minority Leader Jennifer Schilling has removed Lena Taylor from the joint finance committee, which is a very powerful Senate committee in Madison. Um, she's removed her from that committee, but not just because of that, and maybe not because of that at all, but because, it, weirdly and coincidentally, happening at the same time that she uh, was being found to have um, violated some human resources protocols with an employee 
that of hers in the state Senate who she was not getting along with. An employee who was making 80 grand a year, apparently, that she was having a, that she was struggling with in, in some way or another. So the human resources individual who investigates this stuff uh, determined that um, Senator Taylor had engaged in some sort of bullying behavior with this employee who apparently wasn't at work for a year. I don't even know. I don't even know what's going on there. Uh, but uh, Jennifer Schilling has removed her from her uh, her Joint Finance Committee post. Now, that's all like politics stuff. Lena Taylor has, is, is, has, doesn't see why, first of all, there should be any criticism about her saying, calling this bank teller the house N-word. Uh, because in her, exp- what's her explanation, Rick? Because, because black folk talk to each other that yeah, way is that it's essentially their it? culture? They have a different culture. This is, this is what Lena Taylor said, right? She said, "Yeah, this. something okay. to that." All right, and I, I just, I don't know. How, I don't even know how to think about that. I mean, is that true, or is that something that is? I just, feel like saying what she said is a little different than what. Like I play basketball, and I have black friends that say that word, but not like that. Like that's. Okay. I feel like that's a different connotation of that word than. Because you're you're really going slavery when you you're put going the, de- it's very demeaning to say house n word when you're adding the house to it, which is kind of a weird thing to say, but yeah, it's 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 such a it's a strange thing for me to wrap my mind around in in an era where where there's so where it's this is obviously a taboo word for us that we're saying n word for goodness sakes, um. There's even like different ways. There's N word with the E R. There's N word that ends with an A, and like there's different ways to even say the word that make it even lesser, more or less bad. So is <laughs> is what Senator Taylor said legitimate though? Is she is what she's saying because you're not on the basketball court saying the N word to your black friends who are also playing, right? Never. Right. So is, is we, what is what she's saying legitimate then? Is there some legitimacy to what she's saying? But she just yelled at a bank teller. Like, what happens if she just yelled at a bank teller? What if she said, "You suck at your job," like people do to me every day? Yeah, well, like I don't, I don't. I feel like people would be mad, but not. Yeah, in a different, in a different way. Not as mad, I guess. But like, still, like, what are you doing yelling at a bank teller? Come on. I think is Dan wanted to comment on this. Yeah. All right, let me let me get Dan back in the conversation. Dan, thanks for calling back. Go ahead. I think you hit it on the head uh, when you said that you can't even say it on the radio. Right. Okay. Or so. In, in, in where does she get licensed to use it anywhere, especially as some type of elected official? And it's just it's wrong across the board. But we can explain it by saying she's part of the government. Huh. Right? So wait, so explain the just justifi- garbage cans. Explain the justification <laughs> or explain the ex- how what are we the behavior. Ex- the behavior. The, the behavior. behavior itself. Well, I, I think it's a little more widespread than that. But I, I could see it with yeah, the justification. I, what, what she did was wrong, way wrong. And then for her it, not to it, come out it, and it was apparently recorded right. in the is bank. It, but is it is it really wrong, Dan? Is it that wrong? Is is there nothing to what she said that it's this is this is something that as a you know as a culture we have a license to to yeah, talk with each other? Double standard. Is it? You can't do it. I can't do it. Okay. It's t- really. 
Well, I'm it's, just I'm, I'm it's, asking. It's the, one thing if you want to do it at your kitchen table, right? But it's how, at the bank. It was difficult for me to sit in judgment on this because I don't know. Maybe she. Maybe she's. There's something. Some sort of knowledge that she has in relation to this to the culture aspect of that that I just don't have. How about the janitor at a public school in the hallway in front of all the kids? Yeah. Do you do you make that comment? <laughs> Probably not. Probably not. Uh, not not. Saying how? Yeah. Where does it apply at a bank? Okay. All right. Uh, and I think that there's. Yeah. I mean, you have to obviously you have to consider the, the the context within which this is this is used, Dan. And I appreciate the call. Thanks so much. Um. And she did. I, I you know. Lena Taylor's not a quiet person. Senator Taylor's not a quiet person. She did raise her voice. This is State Senator Lena Taylor. If you haven't caught the story, this is really interesting and compelling because it, it really is, it's a situation where, and she's not backing down either. Two things she's not backing down from. Now, she's been disciplined by lacrosse Senator Jennifer Schilling. Not necessarily for the bank teller incident, although that may be part of it, or that may be a good excuse. Or that may be not the excuse, but the but the real reason. I'm not entirely sure. Jennifer Schilling won't talk to us, so there's no way for us to really dig down with that one, since she refuses to be on the program. Uh, so we can't ask her that question. However, uh, it's something we've done something to her, obviously, over the years. Uh, but clearly, there's. I would think since this both happened at the same time, and again, Lena Taylor, she was at a bank. She was having, she had questions about funds in, in, a, in a, on a check that she she'd gotten. Wondered if there were sufficient funds uh, in the on the account that the, the check was drawn from. In questioning the teller, who was not being helpful apparently to her directly, and was deferring questions to the manager, she called the, the teller a house n word. And that and thus led to a disorderly conduct charge. And she's justified that by saying that this is something culturally that we do. This is a language that we have within our culture, the black culture. We make sure that I understand that Lena Taylor is black. Um, she's been removed from the Joint Finance Committee, which is the most powerful committee in Madison. Not necessarily because of that. She was also determined to have engaged in some bullying behavior with an employee who works in her office. You start to put these things together, don't you? There apparently there's, there was a personnel conflict with somebody in her office, who, according to her, and her statement is um, interesting on this one. According to her, uh, it was a disgruntled employee who was both unable and, in some instances, unwilling to meet the requirements of the Madison-based position to include reporting to the state capitol. So the person wouldn't even come to work, according to her. And that's why she's been removed, um, according to what we understand, from the Joint Finance Committee. So, strange situation. It sounds like that's that helps as that's helpful as cover for getting her out of that position because of the bank teller incident. I'm wondering how. I don't even know how to think about that though, because I don't. I want to say, yeah, oh, it's wrong, or it's, it's she's or she's right, but I don't. I guess I don't know if I know the answer to that. Six zero eight seven eight five seven nine one four. If you'd like to join us here on the air, let's go to Eric first. Eric, thanks for waiting. Go ahead, you're on. Yeah, according to the story about uh, Lena Taylor, uh, only thing I know about that because I wasn't there is just what I read in the paper. And apparently, Ms. Taylor owns a bunch of rental properties in Milwaukee, 
she walked into a bank and demanded they cash this check. And a teller told them, well, we would do this, but we have to make sure there's enough funds in the account to cover this. We're not going to give this money to you. She must have thought she was somebody important or something, or maybe the teller didn't know who she was or whatever. Regardless, it makes no difference. That standard practice, we have to find out if there's enough money in the funds of this uh, client of hers to pay the ch- to pay it for them to pay it. And then she got all snippy about it. And uh, then they then they had bank camera footage of us. Then she comes up with this. Well, that's just the way we talk. No, really. Okay. Yeah, it sounds like Eric doesn't agree with that. All right, six zero eight seven eight five seven nine one four. Let's go to Mike. Mike, thanks for waiting. Go ahead, you're on. Hey, Mitch, I, I don't disagree that, like the previous one of the previous callers said, this total double standard in this story, which is kind of the irony, I guess. But at the same time, I mean, it's freedom of speech, but there's also consequences that come with freedom of speech. Um, it's nothing that I would advocate for, but. I would like to get your over-under on her uh, re-election. It's like she's served in the House, um, you know, congressional yep. office since 2005-ish. I'm just curious, what you know, what do you think her chances to get re-elected are? Does it matter? I mean, it's solid. Does anybody in her district care? Uh, I, I don't, I'm not even sure. Is she up for, I don't even, even know she's up for re-election this fall. I'm not sure if this is a year for her or not. We'd have to look that up. I, I don't know if it is either. Yeah. I guess whenever she's next going to run, I guess. Yeah, I feel like she ran against. Um, I mean, I. I mean, I, I would say that her reelection chances are pretty solid, frankly. Uh, she's, you know, she's she's been a pretty productive um, senator, so she's not not up for how long? Okay, all right. So a couple of years. And I think she ran unopposed last time. Yeah. All right. So I would say. Okay. Pretty, so every, pretty, everybody will clearly forget about this, but yeah, the time that rolls around. I, I, that'd be my guess. Yeah. I, I don't. I don't. Yeah. I, I think you, I think it's ironic if you take the whole racial thing out of it yeah. that someone with you know apparently trained as an attorney would walk into a bank and demand something you know essentially a bad check be cashed it's like you just have no idea how um, the world works at all I have this bad check I want the money and then you get you berate the employee whether you're say something as offensive as she did or not that's just crazy yeah and I don't know if that's um, in terms of the that, I don't think it's ex- that's exactly how it went down with a bad check. I think if, if if my if I I the way I understood it is that she was trying to determine if there were funds in the account so she could cash the check. Okay. So maybe and gotcha. maybe I misunderstood how that went down, but I thought that it was more like her saying, "Look, I want to I want to I want this thing to clear right away. Are there funds in the in the account so that I can deposit this check or cash the check?" So I, I don't. I'm not exactly sure if that's what went down, but that's I thought that's what it was. So, yeah, and I, and maybe she felt that she had license to do that because she's, as Eric suggested, she thought she was important. Uh, well, I appreciate the call. Thanks so much. Yeah, on the Better Hearing Center, talk a text line. We'll go to Paul. Paul, thanks for waiting. Go ahead, you're on. Hey, Mitch. Yep. The uh, thing that bothers me about this to no end is what you and Rick were talking about kind of right when you were starting and trying to figure out the context and the, how the use, words are used, whether there's an ER or an AH or any of that sort of business. Mm-hmm. To me, it seems like it's either an acceptable word or it's not. Okay. And when African-Americans are taking it as a sign of disrespect, 
then it should be a sign of disrespect regardless of who says it. Mm. And if it's okay within their culture, it's like, well, there's a good chunk of that population who has this feeling of oppression and disrespect when there's a good chunk of them doing it to themselves. And I think to a larger degree, this is kind of where Kanye West is going Mm -hmm. with how if you're a slave for 400 years, it's a choice at some point. And when they're doing it to themselves, but nobody else can do it, it's like, well, what do you expect? Hmm. When you treat each other in disrespectful ways in your mind. But here's the question, and this is, this is the thing that I'm trying to probe a little bit, because the, the assumption is that it's disrespectful, but is, is it possible that what, it, that what her justification for this, or her explanation for this, is that it in contextually it's not this not not well it's more insulting than disrespectful or more of a you know it's it's more of a, a way you know it's 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 language but it's not necessarily the same way out of that context is that not and is there and there that's the top most level of this in my mind yep. when you've got a culture within the black community or whatever community you want to choose where they might have a way of dealing with one another. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's what divides you from the rest of the country. Hmm. So when you've got culture upon culture upon culture and everybody's segregated and nobody's trying to become part of a whole, mm-hmm. you're splitting your you're doing that to yourself. You're splitting yourself yeah. off. All right. And, and I, you want to be accepted. Sure. You want to be accepted and treated fairly. Well, don't start ball rolling by segregating yourself from everybody else. Yeah. Whether it be based on perceived injustices injustices from the past that nobody can do anything about or current contextual things which we can talk to each other this way because that's who we are but you can't talk to us like that mm, sure. because you're not okay. us mm. it's just a big divisive thing all right i see I, I see your point i appreciate the call thanks so much 608-785-7914 uh, essentially this is this is you know again as paul was saying this is part of the segregation and um in some ways self-inflicted that's an interesting take on that. I, I'm, I'm unsure if I'm I'm completely sold on that. I'm I'm still struggling to understand whether there is something to what Lena Taylor was saying. Again, State Senator Lena Taylor, uh, who, um, and this is not why she's being reassigned, but Jennifer Schilling, lacrosse state senator, has removed Lena Taylor from a very powerful committee in Madison, not necessarily for the bank episode where she called a bank teller a house N-word, but for some other human resources things in Madison. However, it is coincident uh, to this other issue with the house N-word thing. I'm just trying to figure out if there's something to what she's saying about using this, and Paul says, no, absolutely not. Is there some justification that you can make for using the N-word within context? As Lena Taylor said, not that we're... We're not inferring this. She said that this is something that she felt comfortable doing because that's how they speak within their culture. We'll call to Bill next. Bill, thanks for waiting. Go ahead, you're on. Yeah, just real quick, I mean, I should tell you, using the N-word amongst black people for each other can be considered a, a slang greeting no more than we would say, hey, buddy, hi, guy, or he's a good guy, or whatever it is, to each other. If we use it as a white, it's derogatory. But in the in the is part, you know. But when she used the term 
house, which would refer to a slave that worked for the master, that worked in the big house for the plantation owner, and waited on them and did what they said. And in the, and, and you're right in context in saying when she used it, she was using that not because it's culturally accepted between black people, that she was using it as an insult and being derogatory. Okay. All right. It's, that's so, that simple. Uh, all right, and so so contextually, there there is some difference, but uh, but what you're saying is that be, but she was specifically using it as a derogatory way to that's, refer to somebody. That's right. Okay. All right. That's right. right. She wasn't greeting her friend or sure. slapping the guy on the back or you know right oh, like was, the way was, that normally they usually they would use the N word. Oh, full on insult. Okay, I appreciate the call. Uh, let me get uh, let me get Dave in here. Dave, thanks for waiting. Go ahead, you're on. Hey, Matt. I. Agree with a previous caller that was talking about a double standard. I think you know I have some African American friends, and as your cohort there in the office was saying, they call each other that, not as a bad thing. It's exactly the same as if I was to call one of my friends a redneck or a cracker. You know, they would not take that as offensive. But now, if they were to call if an African-American was to call somebody a redneck or a cracker, they would take offense to it. So this is a tough battle <laughs> because yeah. there's no right answer because yeah. people call people different things in different cultures, and I get that. If it would have been a white teller and she would have called him a cracker, I get it. That's completely right. wrong. Sure. But I do agree with the last caller who said she said it to that person to be derogatory, as in yeah, I, you're incompetent. I, I, I think that that's probably true, Dave. We, we got to leave it there. We got to get to news, but I appreciate the calls. More to come. Stick around. Lacrosse Talk PM with Mitch Reynolds continues after this. Welcome back. I'm Mitch Reynolds, Lacrosse Talk, PM and WYZM News Talk, 1410 AM, 92.3 FM. This hour brought to you by Pearl Street Brewery and Lacrosse. Pearl Street Brewery. Good friends. Good beer. Making me happy nearly every single day. Had some linalool last night. Oh, man, is that good? Oh, 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 oh. am I a big fan of linalool? Wow. But they got beers dropping all the time. And the best way to find out about that is to download the free app on your phone. It's what I did. It's quick, it's easy, it's free. Just download the free Pearl Street Brewery app on your phone and find out when the beers drop, what kind of events are going on, all those sorts of stuff about Pearl Street Brewery and lacrosse. 608-785-7914 is the Better Hearing Center. Talk and text line 785-7914. Also on Facebook and Twitter, you can send me an email, Mitch. At 1410WYZM.com. Last hour, we solved uh, the issue of um, garbage at Pettibone Beach. This hour, we're trying to get to the heart of the use of... We're trying to get to the heart of Lena Taylor's justification for using the phrase house N-word in reference to a bank teller which has turned into her, the state senator from Milwaukee being yanked from a joint from the Joint Finance Committee by Lacrosse State Senator Jennifer Schilling. This is a soap opera. Uh, listener from Denver, Scott says, just because they're both black doesn't mean the teller identi- identifies as being part of the same culture. 
You can't just make assumptions about someone like that. I really believe they call that racism. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing that's getting... That's a part... This is the part that bugs me about Lena Taylor's justification. After, like, I don't... Has she apologized? I don't think she has. Is She made the assumption that she believes she's speaking within a culture based on color of skin. And that's where it falls down for me. But I don't, I can't know that, know that, right? Because I'm, because it's not, because I don't know what, where, I don't live in the culture. I don't, I'm not in that culture that she is in, apparently. Clearly, because it never would occur to me, no matter what, what color of skin a person I'm talking to, that I would call them a house N-word. We'll struggle through that a little bit more here before we seal it up and send it home. In the meantime, give us a call on the Better Hearing Center. Talk a text line at 608-785-7914. It is going to rain tonight, most likely. Uh, probably after mid, after 1 a.m. Thunderstorms, showers into tomorrow, tomorrow night, all that. Uh, down to 59 tonight, high of 72 tomorrow, and then some sun and 68 on Thursday, and then more rain. Looks like throughout the week. So, uh, moist. It's going to be moist. 78 degrees right now, 608-785-7914. The issues that are important to you. Wisdom News and WisdomNews.com, covering the stories that are important to the lacrosse area. Lacrosse Talk PM and Wisdom, I'm Mitch Reynolds. More for calls and comments coming up after this word about Bion Service Center on Jackson Street in Lacrosse. Someone just asked me the other day, so did you get tires for your wife's car yet? Crickets. <laughs> okay, so no, I have not. And I recognize that I have failed in that regard so far. So far, it has not snowed again either. And I'm feeling like the it is I got rain coming. So there may be some hydroplaning, but she's really good at driving. Yeah, I know. I got to get tires. Well, thankfully, I know where to get tires. I go to buy on service center on Jackson Street in Lacrosse, and you should too. That's where I get my tires for my cars. If you need tires, don't mess around and go to some place that it's a tire place because it's got a tire name on it, go to Bion's. Randy will take care of you. Randy will find the right tires for your car, for the way you drive, the the cars, the tires that make sense for you, and is not going to sell you in a hyper-inflated uh, name brand tire just because of that name. He'll sell you the tire that, he, that you need, and it'll be a good tire. Trust me when I say this, it has worked for me every time I've gotten tires at Bion's. Bion Service Center on Jackson Street in La Crosse. They're my mechanic for life. So I tell people all the time, the only place in La Crosse I'll take my cars for repair, service, and maintenance. Bion Service Center. Just go there and tell them Mitch Reynolds sent you. You'll take the keys, so they're not going anywhere. It's supervised. At least you know where they're at. You can make all the excuses you want. The legal drinking age is... Talk PM on WIZM. I'm Mitch Reynolds. 608-785-7914 if you'd like to join us here on the air. Also on Facebook and Twitter, you can send me an email, Mitch at 1410WIZM.com. 
Uh, Facebook Live, if you're watching, you uh, probably uh, can see in the camera our um, hatched baby slash blue baby replica that is sitting on the counter right now. A gift from an anonymous listener. Thank you very much. That showed up yesterday. It is still being displayed in the studio. It wasn't when we got here. Um, I think uh, Mark and Mike this morning hit it. It may have just been disturbing them a little bit, but it was tucked away in a corner. I am, I've positioned it proudly in front of the Facebook Live camera so that when you check in on us, you can gaze upon the creepy eyes that are looking at you because <laughs> they kind of are. They're kind of looking at you. Uh, but also, the Better Hearing Center talk and text line is 608-785-7914-785-7914. Weird re- uh, case that has reached a, a stranger conclusion. I don't even know if this is even concluded. But a stranger, a strange case of an allegation of a racial insult has turned into Lacrosse State Senator Jennifer Schilling reassigning one of her colleagues from a very powerful, or just basically taking her off a very powerful committee. That colleague is Democratic State Senator Lena Taylor. You probably have heard the story. She's the uh, state senator from Milwaukee who was at a bank and had a dust-up with a teller there and called the teller the uh, house N-word. I don't know exactly how it was said, but... uh, Suffice it to say, she got in trouble and it is disorderly conduct. She's facing a disorderly conduct charge over that. That is not necessarily the reason that she was pulled from the Joint Finance Committee. Again, a very powerful committee in Madison. Um, that's not necessarily the reason. It certainly is. It, it may be a contributing factor. The reason that she was pulled from the committee was because the human resources office for the legislature determined that she had engaged in some kind of bullying behavior with an employee. And that is, I think the official reason for Jennifer Schilling yanking her from her committee assignment. Now, Lena Taylor uh, said that's garbage too. That it was the complaint was made by a disgruntled employee who was both unable and some, in some instances unwilling to meet the requirements of the Madison-based position, including coming to work. Corrective measures for the employee were rebuffed or deflected with claims of unfair treatment. Furthermore, the employee received an $80,000 taxpayer-funded no-show, no-work arrangement for nearly a year for a process that should have been concluded in 80 days. So that provides useful cover to to pull her from the committee um, for use of this word. Now, her justification, this is what she said, not what we're implying, but what Lena Taylor said was her use of the N-word, in this case, house N-word, to a bank teller was okay because, and I don't remember exact words, but essentially that's what we do in in our culture, in our black culture, that's what we do. Those are essentially, that's that's essentially what she said. In fact, Rick, if you find exactly what she said, that'd be great. So I'm not putting words into her mouth. Um, 
And I, I'm struggling with that a little bit because I'm, I, I can't, the culture that she is claiming, I'm not a part of. And so I cannot step inside of that and tell her, or step outside, or be outside of that and tell her that I think she's wrong. I could only say that if I was within that culture, I'm using in quotation marks, that she is claimed. If I'm within that, if I'm in her, if I'm, I'm with her group, then I can say in the, in the rules of our group, what you're saying is wrong. But is it, is it incorrect of me to say that standing outside that group, I can't say that that's wrong. Most everyone would say that I'm wrong about that. In fact, a number of you have already said that it's um, the context, within that context, it was demeaning and insulting. And um, a listener said that uh, uh, Lena Taylor was assuming that the bank teller was in her, essentially her group, her culture, because of the color of the skin of the bank teller. Which, as that listener pointed out, is basically, I mean, a rough definition of racism. Um, Mark says you should also mention that the bank teller was an African American as well. Pretty much, I, I feel like we did. Uh, um, go ahead, Rick. It would be weird if the bank teller was white and she did that. Yeah, that would be that'd be especially weird. I I don't I don't actually I don't know like so it'd be weird, but would it be be would it be insulting then? I wouldn't even know what to think if somebody did that. Yeah, to me I don't even, if so, I was at work and I mean, like, wouldn't you just go? What are you even talking about? I mean, here's the other thing, and this is I don't think we get to we white people okay. get to tell black people how to talk. Like you guys want to talk the way you talk, <laughs> like. That was awkward. And <laughs> how Lena Taylor has talked to an, a person in in a workplace, you know, like a customer. Isn't the customer always right here? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I guess not. But um, <laughs> in that setting, it's different. But like in general, like you guys talk how you want to talk. You know, okay. I mean, I've been called a cracker before, and I'm just like, you've right, been called yeah. a cracker. No oh, one's ever called you a cracker. Oh, Jerry and uh, Pick Up Basketball at Stevens Point call me a cracker every day. Really? In a threatening manner. <laughs> at least every day. At uh, least once. Wow. Crazy cracker. No one's ever called me a All cracker. the time. I've never gotten cracker. I've never gotten the C word. He's only ripped my shirt. That's all That's uh-huh. all. the closer we came to fisticuffs, but... A uh, listener asks, what time is Jennifer Schilling scheduled for an interview with Mitch? <laughs> <laughs> the next time Prince comes up in the news. Yeah. <clears throat> That's We're Schilling's done. The, Prince, the Prince incident, right? Is that Schilling or is that someone else? Should we, I mean, should we, try to, should we try to repair this gulf or this mend, this 
fabric. How do we say this? Heal this wound between we've, us. I feel like we've tried. I, I mean, mean I, I've, in general, I, I, just requested yeah. to talk to her, right? And she's given you the. I'm doing my hair. I've yeah. There was a, there's a number of different. I'm yeah, I got some things to do. And then they to the they, moon. <laughs> it took me. It took a while before I finally broke down and asked them directly, "What the hell is the problem here?" Because right, at one point it wasn't a we're booked for the month. Like yeah, no, I know. she's four to six. She's busy. For like a month. And you're like, it's May 3rd. <laughs> yeah, and I, I don't know what happened. I don't know what happened, but she's not uh, not interested. Uh, um, she she will talk to other people in our news department, but not to me. Now, you wanted a quote from Lena Taylor in regards to what? Cause in like, the justification for her use of the word. Okay, because I'm trying to like, I'm not really sure like, yeah, so there's, because there's different quotes you could get and... Um, I'm still kind of browsing the market. Right, let me get, let me talk let me talk to Eric then. Eric, uh, let's go to the phones. Uh, Better Hearing Center talk and text line. Eric, thanks for waiting. Go ahead, you're on. Yeah, according to uh, Lena Taylor, I guess the old axiom it takes one to know one doesn't apply anymore. And good luck getting uh, Jennifer Schilling on her show. This woman, after she got asked a few questions, she will never answer another one again. Thank you. Yeah, I I don't. I'm not sure if it was. Questions. I think the I think the Prince conversation kind of ruined our relationship, um, and that's I mean that was two years ago, wasn't and, it? And nobody really knows. Like, yeah, and it was. Do you like Prince or what's your favorite Prince song? It was very general. What was our so Prince had just died? Yeah, that he just day, passed right? Away that day, I think. Okay, and she was scheduled for an interview, and she got on the phone. And I don't know why we didn't save that. One of the most awkward <laughs> moments I think we've ever had on this right. program. And I, I, I ask, you know, what, something along the lines of, what do you think about the passing of Prince? Or well, a nice favorite? little trick when you're doing an interview is to humanize the interviewer <laughs> right. or the interviewee and, you know, maybe ask him general questions and, about and, life and, in general. Or, you know, like we get in here, the best part of the Cabot interviews are the ones when he comes in here and we talk Packers and Bucks for 10 minutes before all, we go on the air. And I'm always good. like, this is the show. We should they're do all, this. They're all good. All the questions are good. Right. Oh, sorry. Like, I got enough grief about that today. Good, all right. but best. I can rank the... But we're not doing a sports show in here, so we can't really talk Packers for a full hour with Cabot. No. Although I think you would appreciate. What if we it. if we had talked Packers with Jennifer Schilling? Would that have been better than than Prince? I just feel would like she, would I she feel still... like Jennifer Schilling doesn't like Prince music, and who doesn't like Prince music? But she didn't want to lie to us. Okay. So therefore, she just she, she just, just said she doesn't feel like that's a relevant thing to talk. But about. But she it was sort of in a scoldy kind of way. Yeah, it was weird. Oh, man. <laughs> Hence the humanizing, and, and, and you just <laughs> robot. <laughs> so ever well, since then, we've been on the outs. Well, okay, so I have like a All quote right. from the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel yes. on on Taylor's like reaction. It's not really an apology; it's kind of no. an explanation. Yeah, the explanation. What was? What did she say? And you know, so she's uncomfortable. I think trying to she's she's trying to get her thoughts out. So you know, it's it's kind of like reading a Trump quote sometimes. Good. Um, but she said, I do not I I do regret that we're in the situation and that I could have used that I did not use a different choice of words. But can I say something in our music, in our culture, our in our music, in our language, in our community, in our culture, there are conversations that are had in the black community or among black people that are different than conversations elsewhere. Hmm. All right. 608-785-7914. If you'd like to join us here on the air, that's the Better Hearing Center talk and text line. I'm Mitch Reynolds. This is Lacrosse Talk PM. More to come. Stick around. The people have spoken. Now you can too. Your calls are next as Lacrosse Talk. 
I'm Mitch Reynolds, Lacrosse Talk PM and WIZM News Talk, 1410 AM, 92.3 FM. If you'd like to join us here on the air, that's how you do it. You use the Better Hearing Center talk and text line. You can call in or text in either way you get in on the program. Again, at 608-785-7914. I have an opportunity for you to... Should wait till I make sure the tickets are there before I tell them that you go get them. Yes, we uh, we have a, a chance for you to win tickets to Wienerfest, which is coming up this weekend. Uh, Wienerfest tickets are available. You got to win them, um, and we'll have a drawing at on Thursday. So you've got two days. Just go to our website at wisdomnews.com. That's wizmnews.com. Click the Win Stuff button and then register to win yourself some Wienerfest tickets. So much fun. Wienerfest coming up. That's coming this weekend. 608-785-7914. Festy time of year is so entertaining. Uh, Lena Taylor is um, the state senator from Milwaukee who got in trouble a little bit uh, for something she said at a bank, called a bank teller a house N-word and uh, facing a disorderly conduct charge for that. Um, And then that probably would not have got her yanked from... Her committee assignment from a very powerful committee of Madison is uh, the the uh, state um, the Joint Finance Committee is um, pulls up has mm, um, <laughs> controls the purse strings. I think that's what I want to say. So that's it's uber powerful. Uh, Senate Minority Leader and uh, Lacrosse State Senator Jennifer Schilling pulled her from that committee. Pulled Lena Taylor from that committee. Because of some human resources, something or another with an employee in her office. I I frankly don't know if that would have been enough for there to be a for her to be yanked off a committee. Maybe it would have been. It may have been. But it certainly is handy. That that occurs, the decision from the human legislature's human resources group comes down just, I don't know, two weeks? Is it a two weeks be- after Taylor got in trouble for calling the bank teller a house N-word? Pretty handy timing. So providing excellent cover. Now, I, I, I don't know whether Jennifer Schilling would have yanked, again, Taylor off that committee regardless. but And maybe she would have. Uh, Greg says Lena Taylor's a racist dolt. Listener says on the Better Hearing Center talk text line at 608-785-794. Listener says the same as a black child using one of the white child's water fountains back in the day. Perhaps let everyone use the word or condemn it on all sides and continue on the path to equality, not exclusivity. I don't... Mm. I don't know if it's, it doesn't seem the same to me as segregated water fountains. If we are to end racism, says this listener, 
Why must our cultures segregate themselves with exclusive styles and languages? If I'm a white man using the N-word, is that something? And then that disappears, the rest of it. So I don't know what it is. <laughs> that might have been part of a different message. Sometimes on the Better Hearing Center talk and text line, your messages, if a bunch of them come in at once, they tend to like get spliced somehow. Usually it's fine. So continue to use it. 608-785-7914 is the Better Hearing Center talk and text line. Um, I, the only... I, I'm resisting weighing in on judgment on Lena Taylor. I'm certainly not uh, going to label her as a racist dolt. But I'm trying to withhold judgment because, as you may have heard Rick right before the news when he was talking about when she was explaining herself in relation to the slur that she used, she said, all right, I wish I would have said something else. On the other hand, we've got like a language. Our culture has a language. And she felt comfortable using that language. And the bank teller did not. So, and honestly... I don't mind that explanation, except that she only was making the assumption that the bank teller was part of her, in quotation marks, culture based on the apparent skin color of the bank teller. Otherwise, that assumption wouldn't have been made. Yes, Rick? She's probably gone to that bank a couple of times. Maybe that person's just been a jerk to her a whole bunch. Wow. <laughs> um, How many words are out there that... that like are off limits. I mean, are bank tellers ever jerks? Um, man, I'm trying to think. I don't. Pro- mm. Yeah, they're not even really jerks when you're robbing the bank. Not really, really right? nice. Except that, really, did you hit the button under the? Yeah, come counter? on, don't hit the button. I just, uh, I just give me the money. That's uh, when you probably could call them. A- I get so I go to my bank, and they are. Well, I've, I use a couple different banks, and um, I always take a pen. Do you always take a pen? Yeah, there, I mean, there's 20 of them. Yeah, there's like nine pens in my like ashtray thing in my I, car. I right think now. they, I think they got like they they caught on to me because they don't, I don't, they don't put pens out anymore. I think they just and that our people. Well, the don't. Wisdom Studio is flooded with all these bank. No, I'm just kidding. But. <laughs> but they're so nice. They're just the nicest. You know, like you get into little mini conversations. I think they're bored now because nobody comes into the bank anymore. There's not, you know, we used to go, we used to go to the bank. And man, there'd just be all sorts of people lined up waiting to deposit checks. Everybody had checks. Well, the coolest thing is when you're a kid and you got to shoot the thing up the suction. Oh, yeah. I mean, they still they have, have that air shoot thingy. Yeah, whatever yeah, that whatever is. that's called. Nobody goes to the bank anymore. The bank is not. A th- I mean, people, some people go to the bank. So you're saying they're more delighted, or they're like, no, oh. no, they're absolutely because they they they, they they're they're just like they're sick of talking to themselves all the time. <laughs> Man, would someone please come in here and yell at me and call me a house N-word? Because I, nobody's coming in here anymore. At least that's how it is in my bank. I go in there. I'm just like one of two people in there. I remember going to the bank 20 years ago. There's just There was a line. You had to wait in line. People just kind of hanging out, waiting for the bank. There were six bank tellers up there. They were stamping things. Got their bank check stamper thing. Stamp, stamp. They don't even have that anymore. Now they just run it through a check reader. Bank tellers' lives are downright boring now. 
Is there, I, I know of one other word that just is universally don't use the word, the C word. Like right. that's, that's yeah. a word you're not going to be, I, and I don't think, can one woman call another woman that and, and it'd be like, eh, you know, it's a man definitely can't use that word. No. Uh, I don't know. It's a good question. Not a woman. So, see, this is a, this is the part where I struggle with Taylor as well. Is that? Oh well. Besides not being a woman, she has claimed a culture that that I am clearly not a part of, and so I can't. It's hard for me. Just like as you asked the question about a woman, I, I can't make that judgment. I'm not a woman. I can't make the judgment about this culture that Lena Taylor's claiming because I'm not. I'm not in that this group she's claiming. Can I give you? Uh, someone who's in that culture, so to speak. So yeah. my friend Antoine's from Milwaukee. Sure, he's black, and he 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 just texted me. I kind of have a different take on this. It's extremely insulting for one black person to call another one that, basically calling them an Uncle Tom, siding with the space masters or or slave masters. He meant to not space masters. Text me, gaff there, slave masters. Good job, Rick. Reading. Hey, I mean, you spell your spell your words right. <laughs> what would be a would be a space master? He says most of the time these are fighting words, so I don't think Lena Taylor's pulling Bank Teller over the counter to, like, you know, let's take this outside. Like probably it, like a one thirty a.m. bar time. That's a talk. universal insult, right? Is what he's that's, saying. That's what he's saying. Universal insult. And he's not necessarily, just because he's black, doesn't mean he's necessarily in Lena Taylor's culture either. So it, the, whatever culture that she's claiming, isn't he's not necessarily a part of that. But It's as close as we can get. Close as we native, can get. There we go. Black guy. Um, <laughs> Maybe he's been to that bank. I'm not really sure. Yeah, and I, and I don't know what else. And I think that the, the problem, I think, with with Taylor saying that is that she is, is what she's doing is grouping what so many people have said is she's grouping all black people into like this group that are separate. And I think that that's, that's the worst part of this whole thing is that she, you know, that she, that she did this. Yeah. I'm not a big fan of my friends using that word to each other as yeah. in, in a, just what I, like every day when they're playing basketball and pass me the ball. And you know, it's in that sentence there somehow. I'm like, all right, you guys, well, you know, like that makes me a little uncomfortable, but that's like way different than what she did. Like, okay, way different. I, I would agree with that. Uh, listener says, can you imagine the outrage of the re- representative or, hmm. all right, maybe I should have you read this. Can you imagine the outrage if the representative or senator were white double standard? Yeah. It, well, clearly that's a, that's an entirely, we wouldn't be having this discussion. <laughs> Right, there's no conversation then, right? This is not it's a resignation. That, yeah, at that's that just point, right? that's like yeah, you know, if you're yelling at a if you're a white guy yelling at a bank teller, calling the black bank teller a house n word, you're not surviving that politically. I mean, we had a is uh, no, I can't think of his name. A picture of a guy fake grabbing boobs resigned, right? Like that. Al Franken. Yeah. Is yeah. he a senator? I couldn't. I don't remember. Yeah. yeah. It's a slightly bigger deal. U.S. senator. Right. A couple steps up. Right. And that's, you know, like that's like if we're trying to compare, you know, things that that are going to get you, you know, kicked out of the government. I don't know if we have like uh, somebody else keeps doing somebody. um, 
And I have to find this. Years ago, a politician lost his job for saying niggardly, which is an entirely different word. <laughs> so I don't know. I don't remember that, but I, I, it is, again, once again, an entirely different word. Um, I don't know. 608 785 If you'd like to join us here on the air, 785-7914. I am, um, oh, somebody asked, uh, what if the bank teller were white? We ever, we actually already covered that ground. If the bank teller were white, also not a conversation because it'd just be weird. How do we even, what's that, what's that even, if you're that bank teller and if Lena, Senator Taylor is getting angry with you and calls you a house n-word you just look at her with and you furrow your brow and like what what do you even what i mean he was already it was it a guy it was a guy right i can't um, the bank i think teller, the bank teller was a guy he was already getting the manager so now he's like well i'm really getting the manager now <laughs> yeah and i don't know what i mean besides the lack of judgment that is on display there for getting flustered with a bank teller who's doing his job which i don't frankly understand but uh, there's a obviously an obvious lack of judgment there but then the the whole the whole process of trying to suggest that this is reasonable because culturally it's 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 appropriate and acceptable is just a little strange to me i don't i'm not buying it that's i don't it's hard for me again to to sit in serious judgment because i'm not i'm not in her group the group that she's claiming i'm clearly not a part of it but this doesn't make a lot of sense to me. Uh, oh, uh, so again, the follow-up question is, so to be called the N-word if you're white is not derogatory? I don't know. Is it? I'm not sure that I don't, I don't even know if it registers. It, does it? You, I, I feel like I would just be I, like, oh, I would be confused if somebody called that. Yeah, I don't, I, like that. I'm not even sure that I would respond to that. And I'm like, I would have to be doing something really weird for someone to call me like i just don't even know what in what context no i would say no then is the answer to that no it's not derogatory because it doesn't i don't seem like, like to fight either so in yeah. like my friend antoine said these are fighting words usually when when somebody says that like lana taylor said so usually like when i play basketball in steven's point in college and i would get called stuff i'd be like all right anyway <laughs> moving on like i just kind of ignore it or because i don't want to fight i'm not fighting so you I, haven't been in I a fight shoot, on a basketball court i will shoot a three in your face that's that's your fight that's my fight you yeah. never got into a fight on a basketball court no not except for like him pushing gra- shoving Jerry, taking a swing my shirt and pulling it and ripping it at the ripping this top and you the, didn't you didn't swing a haymaker at him no Really? No, you don't mess with Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> you don't. I mean, mess he with played Jerry. basketball in flip flops with a pick in his hair. One night. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. Flip flops. You don't pick mess with Jerry. Pull That'd be a t-shirt. That'd be a t-shirt. You don't mess with Jerry. This is where's the Miami Channel. No, pal. We're not there yet. I know. I know. You're excited for the Automotion Classic Car Show. Closing time. Open all the doors and let you out. I'm Mitch Reynolds. This hour of Lacrosse Talk being brought to you by Pearl Street Brewery and Lacrosse. Thanks to them for making me happy just about every single day. Don't forget to download the free app on your phone. Find out what Pearl Street Brewery is up to and when their next beer will drop. It is very useful. And did I mention it's free? Thanks for all your input. And a kind of an awkward kind of 
conversation. <laughs> I think Rick mostly makes it awkward. Uh, don't forget to register for free Wienerfest tickets on our website. Just go to wisdomnews.com and register there. Hey, thanks and my love to Anna. We'll talk tomorrow right here on Wisdom. Oh.